Are you a woman between the ages of 35 and 60 with noticeable fine lines and wrinkles? If you answered yes, we're looking for you. We are currently seeking women to try an instant skin firming serum called Instant Effect. To experience this amazing age defier now, we'll send you a risk-free trial and you may have the chance to appear in a national advertising campaign. Take advantage of this opportunity by calling 1-800-718-5101 in the next 10 minutes. Instant Effect is a breakthrough beauty discovery that tightens skin on contact and takes years off your appearance. Smooth the lightweight serum on your wrinkles and fine lines and watch as they disappear from view in less than 90 seconds. If you're interested in seeing how young you can look in as little as 90 seconds, call in the next 10 minutes. To find out how you can try Instant Effect risk-free, call now. That's a risk-free trial at 1-800-718-5101. But hurry, when this offer's gone, it's gone. 1-800-718-5101. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, today is October 23rd, 2010. Live from San Antonio, Texas, this is Leah Laxton's. And I'm Daniel Laxton's, and this is Dream Job Radio. Today we have a really awesome theme, recession-proof job. Recession-proof? Uh, is that possible? It sounds, sounds impossible, but it, it is possible, <laughs> and we're going to tell you more about it today. Yeah, well, you know, is the recession even over? Well, we'll find that out. Yeah, and if you have an opinion on it, be sure to call in uh, 760-888-5718. Or, as always, you can hit us up in the Blog Talk Radio chat room. Just go to www.blogtalkradio.com backslash dreamjobradio, where you might be hearing us live right now, and click on the little chat icon. And uh, we love to hear your comments, questions. If you're a little shy about being on the air, you don't want to call in, you know, just put, give us your info in the chat room, and, and we'll be sure to comment and uh, take your questions, read them on air. And don't be shy because we won't try to embarrass you. I mean, or much. <laughs> hey, you can also Twitter me at Daniel Laxton's. That's D-A-N-I-E-L-L-A-K-S-T-I-N-S. Or you can hit us up on Facebook. It's uh, go to 30 Careers Before 30. That's uh, the book that I, I wrote. And um, become a fan and then post something. Yeah, post, post questions. your questions. Or comments. Maybe you have something that you want to say. And if you're too shy or, uh, you know, post a comment there. Absolutely. And as always, we do have our uh, regular segments today. We have a very special guest we're going to get to shortly. But our regular well, segment... Maybe we should mention our guest first, too. Our, the guest we have today, and again, we're talking about recession-proof jobs, is uh, Bruce Hurwitz. He's a Ph.D. Uh, in He's CEO of Hurwitz Strategic Staffing, uh, is, is in the beautiful city in New York City. Right, and we're very fortunate to have him because uh, he's been involved in uh, several different programs. Uh, he's uh, been featured in the U New York Post. U.S. News, USA Today. Yeah, even Yahoo Jobs, among others. And he's an expert on recession-proof jobs, which is, you know, I think this is just a subject that everyone's interested in, no matter, you know, usually our audience, uh, we, we feature high school, college, a little maybe like Generation Y-ish, but I tell you, this subject is perfect for anybody. Exactly. Anybody listening today, well, this is good info. A lot of people, even when they talk about my book, uh, 30 Careers Before 30, you know, since it's kind of focused before you're 30 to figure something out, yeah. a lot of people will say, well, hey, uh, 
you know, I'm over 30. You know, like, yeah, but you can still get enough information. But what's, what's great about uh, Bruce is that his information is no matter what age you may feel you're at, uh, you need this information. Yeah, absolutely. And we also have our regular segments, of course, Campus Connection. Micah Hackney. Yep, tapping the minds of America's college student. Today he's going to talk about college drama. What's going on on college campuses <laughs> that, you know, basically just uh, the issues facing today's college student. And as always, we talk about social circle. We have a pretty good uh, tweet that we're going to talk about later on our social circle where we, we talk about tweets, Facebook, basically see what people are saying about career advice and what's going on. We have something really good to share with you later. But first, we'll get to our special guest. Yeah. Let's go ahead and uh, get him on. Uh, our special guest is Bruce Hurwitz. He's Ph.D. and, again, uh, with um, strategic staffing. Uh, Bruce, are you there? And welcome to the show. I am. Good morning. Good morning. Hello. Welcome to our show. Thank you. So how's, how's the weather in uh, NYC today? It is gorgeous. It's perfect. Sunny, a little bit chilly, just the way you'd like it. That's awesome. What what a beautiful city. It is. But hey, uh what a what an awesome thing to be doing uh, to in, in educating and helping people to learn uh, what to do about the recession. So, we're talking about recession-proof jobs today with Bruce here on Dream Job Radio. And but Bruce, um is the recession really over? You know, it's funny. Uh there's the technical answer and according to the experts it is. But it's all psychological. If you're looking for a job and you can't find a job because of the uh, economy, then for you the recession isn't over. And most people are still hurting. Most people are having difficulty finding that next job. A lot of people are having to take a step down. So for all practical purposes, this recession is not over. No. Well, and the thing is, is yeah, because it may be over, say, for corporate America, maybe. I don't know. Uh, I mean, is that what they're, they're aiming, their they're focus? But reality is, is all of us are still hurting really bad. You yeah, know? yeah. So since exactly. the recession for a lot of people isn't over, what's your opinion, Bruce, on are there recession-proof jobs? Absolutely. There are things that people need regardless of the economy. And there are services that people look for, especially when the economy is bad. I'll give you a couple examples. First, if the economy is bad and something breaks, you're, you still need that something. But you're not going to go out and buy a new one. If it's your refrigerator, your, um, uh, your television, uh, you're gonna, your computer, you're going to go out and try to get it repaired because you are looking to save money any way you can. If you are unemployed, you got laid off, you're going out into the job market, you are competing with people who may be better educated than you or more recently educated than you, you may realize when you look at the want ads that there are skills that you need and therefore continuing education schools are recession-proof because they are always going to be 
in demand, especially during a, a bad economy. There are the little things in life that we all like and that we don't want to give up on and that really don't cost a lot of money. Most people still like to go once a week, twice a week, take the family to a restaurant. They like that family meal to get out. They may not be able to afford anymore to spend fifty, sixty, seventy dollars to go to the movies when they can watch the movies now at home on cable. But they still want to go out and have a family event. Things of that nature. Um, dry cleaners. I have. I live in the suburbs uh, in Jersey. There are probably within one mile of my home five or six dry cleaners, and one just moved into a larger facility. These are the types of things that people are going to use and take advantage of regardless of the economy. Those are the recession-proof jobs. But if I can continue. Uh, sure, that's awesome. There's what, I mean, Go ahead. I was just going to say, wow, I mean, you know, repairs, it's true. Uh, even in some of the fields that we work in, uh, we a lot of times have talked to different ones that own uh, commercial buildings, and instead of replacing certain things, they have they they went during this time period. We hear this all the time, and it stinks because we're not able to do a whole job on something. But instead, we're just doing repairs. They don't replace it; they just repair things. And so, that that makes a lot of sense, though, doesn't it? That's exactly the point. Now, I'm going to steal from Ink Magazine. Ink Magazine in their last issue oh, magazine <laughs> had their uh, Ink 500, and the largest job generators of the past year have been first and foremost government services. Now that's mainly because of the census. And it's not, you know, the trying to build the uh create a uh, larger government. Every 10 years you need census takers. So that had an impact. But uh when you're talking about government jobs these are not jobs that really add to the GDP. That's taxpayer money going to hire somebody and then that person being able to support himself and paying some of it back in taxes. That's not going to turn the economy around. What's going to turn the economy around are small businesses, and a small business is any company with less than 500 employees. Something like 98% of all businesses in the United States are small businesses. And the ones that are growing the most and having the gr greatest number of openings are in business products and services, consumer products and services, IT, advertising, health. Now, that surprises me that health isn't further up because we have an aging population. Mm -hmm. And anything providing services for seniors that is a sector where there are now jobs and will be for the foreseeable future. And what's funny is that also on the list are financial services, which were obviously hit the most. But there's one little fact that people just don't know about, and it aggravates me. Let me ask you a question. If the unemployment rate was around 4.5%, would we be having this conversation right now? 
Um, Most likely not. Well, not well, not among no. the the older adults. <laughs> you know? The thing is this: according to the um, Labor Department uh, Bureau of Statistics, for September of 25-year-olds who have at least a bachelor's degree, the unemployment rate is 4.4%. Now, I've been tracking this for going on three years. The lowest it's ever been was 3.8%, and the highest was 5%. Now, just to give you a flavor for the month of September, uh, which is indicative or illustrative of uh, what's been going on for the last couple of years. Persons who have some college or an associate's degree, their unemployment is 9.1%. High school graduates with no college is 10%, and this one's the killer. If you didn't graduate from high school, 15.4% unemployment. Wow. Wow. So not only are you making less money, but you really don't may not have a job. You know? don't have a job. Mm-hmm. And that's the that's the the problem. But of course, the other you know the the other side of the coin with recession proof jobs are recession proof careers. Because your job yeah. is where you work, but your career is really your profession. Um, what you're going to do for the- is healthcare. Their job is being a doctor. That's good. So the question is, which ones, which industries are growing the most? And the list is a little different. The first one is advertising and marketing. Wow. And that surprised me. That's where companies that are, or professions that are growing, the industries that are expanding the most are in um, advertising and marketing. Well, and the interesting thing is, is uh, when this um, recession hit, uh, even when the recession hit, uh, Leah and I were preaching to every every uh, business in the United States to advertise. If they would advertise, and the reason why is because uh, we, we when we did research, we found that uh, the most successful companies that came out of uh, the the Great Depression were the ones that advertised through there. As a matter of fact, in Germany, do you remember the uh, which company it was? Yeah, well, I think it was even now Mercedes had stepped up their advertising. Everybody else cut back, and then they they, they had doubled. success yeah, yeah. the last few years. And never has it been cheaper. So that's really interesting that that segment has grown. Wow. So advertising, you are 100% Bruce? correct. The, if you read the literature, if you read the business books, if you read the autobiographies of those individuals who became a success starting a business in the last recession – all the companies did the same thing. They invested in themselves. They didn't lay people off. They looked to expand and to find new uh, revenue streams. It's, a, it's sort of counterintuitive, but that's how they succeeded. It's brilliant. And the one, but, yeah, and the one job that I forgot to mention that is the, the most recession-proof is sales. If you are a good salesperson, if you have a proven track record, anybody will hire you. I love that. Because you're going to bring the money. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's brilliant. 
So, so again, sales, you, you, we consider, uh, would you consider sales a career or do you, we consider that one a job? That's a good question. Uh, <laughs> I think no, it, but, you know what? I, I think sales, both. I think, would be considered a career, but it, it could be a job. You know, it just depends. Depends on if you like it or not. <laughs> <laughs> or, or if you, you know, if you get into a, uh, working for a firm that does a lot of sailing, then or not sailing, but selling. But <laughs> selling's not a bad idea. But if you, uh, you, there's clerical work that's involved that would be considered a job, whereas the actual, you know, the career is is probably sales. Would you would you agree with that? Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, like we were talking about, Bruce, so a lot of people are laid off right now with, you know, the recession, and they're wondering what they're going to do. We've given them some good advice on jobs to look for. But what do you think about the realities facing people who are laid off? You know, what would you say about benefits and, obviously, the disadvantages? Well, it's funny. There's a very big dis- uh, advantage now. When I've been doing executive recruiting for over seven years. And when I would interview a candidate for a position and they were not employed, that was always a problem. Uh. Most clients want to have somebody who is presently employed. Most clients would say, well, if they don't have a job, there must be something wrong. What do you mean they got laid off? In this economy... There's nothing, um, it's not a negative. It's almost expected. Of course she, the person was laid off. It's the economy. So that's an advantage. You don't have to be defensive if you're unemployed right now. Now, obviously, we're assuming that the unemployment is not the result of the person having been fired. But if right. they've been laid off through no fault of their own, that's actually a reflection on the employer that they weren't able to keep you on, that's a reflection on the employer just as much as it is on the employee. The only time that can be a bit problematic if it's a position that is directly responsible for revenue. So a salesperson that gets laid off, there's a question mark. But if it's the um, uh, the bookkeeper, um, uh, someone in customer service, it's not an issue. So that's the major benefit of this economy. The disadvantage, of course, is that you're unemployed. It's going to affect your ego, and you have to get over that. And you have to be able to show the prospective employer that you haven't been sitting around twiddling your sh- your your thumbs. Yeah. So I had one person who took on a couple consulting uh, assignments, went to a continuing professional education program, went to a trade school to learn uh, better computer skills. And when this person is submitted, clients always remark, gee, this is somebody who's active, who works, is trying to better himself. And then the negative of being laid off becomes a positive because you're showing the type of person you are. I like that. Yeah, that's really interesting. I think that's a great point that, you know, we've talked in the past with uh, individ- you know, with some guests about positives, pros of, of unemployment, but that's one that's never been hit. So I, I think that's a really good tip for our listeners 
that if they are unemployed right now, don't feel like that's the end and basically nobody's going to hire them now. Yeah. We always try to suggest uh, when we run into people that talk about this subject, you know, I've been laid off for three months. Should I write that into my my uh, application or what have you? And I and I tell them, you know, without lying, you can be creative. And most employers are going to appreciate that you are trying to. I mean, even if you wrote in uh, um, three months, it, it, my work has been searching for a job, you know, or if you write in, uh, I've been helping my aunt. Uh, mow her lawn or whatever, you know, you come up with something creative. That way they know that uh, you weren't just sitting around not doing anything at all. If it's only a few months, I wouldn't put anything. If it's an extended period of time, then I would put something down under the heading of uh, independent work, something like that, and then list what you have, any um, short-term assignments that you've uh, been able to get. And there's no shame in doing what you have to do to support your family. There was a um, story some time ago in the New York Times about a, uh, I think it was a, a controller who couldn't get a job, so he took a job at a restaurant and he stood outside the restaurant, I think it was around Times Square, um, dressed as a lobster. And the reporter for the I've Wall Street guy. Journal liked the story. <laughs> I'm and, sure I've seen him before. <laughs> yeah, and th that was it. The man just did what he had to do. And actually, the um, the reporter, I sent him a letter asking him to get the um, gentleman to send me his resume. And I spoke to him, and I said, you know, you've got nothing to be ashamed of. You just look the prospective employer who's interviewing you for the next job square in the eye and say, I had to support my family and I did what I had to do. And you'll be respected for it. The one thing you never do is lie or misrepresent. That's all. Yeah, that's right. That's nice. Did you Have you ever been in that situation before? Personally, um, yeah. I was unemployed um 1990-something, and it was getting tough, and I took a job, which I absolutely hated, for three weeks uh, as a telemarketer. And during that time, I was interviewing for other positions, and luckily I got one. But, yeah, you do what you have to do. Yeah, wow. absolutely. I think we've all been there at some point, you know, and that's well, great yeah. advice. You know, I was going to mention our, our situation, but I'm not going to because we're running. We're, we're, <laughs> but we're, we're, you're listening to Dream Job Radio, and uh, we're, today's guest, we're talk, who, who we're, we're talking with, is Bruce Hurtwitz, uh, and he is the um, CEO of Hurwitz Strategic Staffing. Now, um, we've been talking about you know recession-proof jobs, but um, since the economies are cyclical. Uh, how can we be prepared, you know, for this next, if another recession comes about? Two things, education, three things, I should say. Education, if you need new skills, get them. Second, in your job, always make sure that you're getting new, new and additional responsibilities so you are growing professionally. My definition of failure is a person who gets a job, leaves on excellent terms after a few years and his replacement gets the same resume that he had, the uh, same job description as he had. 
that means there was no contribution. Mm, you have to yeah. make a contribution. You have to change the job description for the next guy. And the third thing is, is just practical and common sense. Save as much as you can. Wow. That's, uh, yeah. So, now, that's something I think um, maybe America's going to start doing because <laughs> we hear, you know, they, they really haven't – well, everyone was spending their credit cards and, you know, spending money with their credit cards instead of saving cash. But I think that has that has been something that's turned around here in the past few years, hasn't it? People are starting to save again. Well, yeah, I, I believe so. But, you know, we always say that uh, compare ourselves to the Chinese and the Indians when it comes to uh, engineering degrees. The Chinese save something like 30% of their income. Because they don't wow. trust the government, and they need to um, for uh, for emergencies, they have to have the money. Now we're not at that stage, and you don't want to save thirty percent because you have to spend the money for the economy to grow. But as a general rule of thumb, the goal should be to save ten percent of your net income. Exactly. I'm not saying how. I'm the last person in the world to ask about this financial. <laughs> Whatever well, was always done. Ten percent. They pick the paycheck, so it is tough, you know. And especially because the wages. Would you suggest people um, ask for the money that they're worth in a recession, or or just go ahead and accept whatever they're going to be paid? Well, you you've got to be realistic. You have to support yourself, and when you go in to negotiate, you say, "Look, this is what I need. This is my minimum. Uh, I don't want to be looking for another job." And employers will respect that. You don't go in and say, you know, every year we take a European vacation. No. This is what I need to support my family. You have to be realistic. This is a buyer's market. The buyer is the employer. There are plenty of well-qualified people out there for every job. So you've got to be cognizant of that fact and be realistic. Um, I tell people, especially if they want to change sectors, my area of specialty is the nonprofit sector. A lot of people, and I just recently had a, I also provide career counseling, and I had a gentleman coming from the financial world who wants to get into the nonprofit world. And he is not going to make at a nonprofit what he was making at um, on Wall Street. That yeah. said, you can earn very good salaries in the nonprofit sector. Senior executives make six figures. So it's oh. not this business about nonprofits don't pay. That's not accurate. Mm-hmm. They don't have they're not just saving up the money or you're not you're not gonna be able to sell the stuff off and, and actually go into your pocket if you own the nonprofit. But uh, well hey we're gonna have to go though Bruce but boy we certainly appreciate all that excellent, excellent advice for people. And I guess uh, probably the best place for people if they have more questions to contact you would be uh, on your website. That it's www.hsstaffing.com. Correct. And right. and we appreciate so much your time and being on the show, and we wish you all the best. And we'll be sure to get all the links up for uh, people on on the website as well. Thank you very much. I appreciate the opportunity, and I've enjoyed this uh, immensely. Thank you so much. We'll, we'll talk to you soon. Take care. Uh, you too. Bye. Wow, so absolutely fantastic advice. A very timely on recession-proof jobs.
You know, we were talking with Bruce uh, Hurwitz. He's a PhD. He's the CEO of Hurwitz Strategic Staffing. That's fantastic. Well, now it's that time. We're on to the next segment of the we're show. We're talking about college people. So let's talk about Campus Connection. And we're going to be talking to Micah Hackney. How's it going, Micah? It's going pretty good. Um, I don't know how much time I have left, so I have to cut. Three minutes. Short. <laughs> Sorry. <Okay. laughs> uh, well, anyway, I guess real qu- quickly, Dan, some, one of the major things that uh, college students face is uh, tuition costs and uh, and money, you know, shopping for textbooks and gas and things like that. But, uh, you know, I just thought I'd share this pretty cool website uh, that just started up. It's called BuzzFund. And what it is, you can join the website, and then you kind of have your own student profile. And the bu- and what it does is it kind of hooks you up with people that are wanting to uh, provide scholarships, and so they can search for students to provide scholarships too. And also, it can connect students and where they can uh, they can um, they can carpool or uh, or buy and share either used textbooks to save some money. But um, it's a it's a really neat little website, and um, and a lot of people are doing it to uh, you know save some money because of hi- um, hiring higher tuition rates. And what's the website again? It's uh it's a startup called it's called Buzzfund B U Z Z, capital F U N D. Is that? That's dot com. Yeah. Uh, well, you can actually join. You can. You can. It's a group on Facebook as well. And, oh, okay, cool. Uh, so maybe we can uh, send people to your website, and uh, you'll have a link up for them to get over there. Yeah, definitely. Uh, um, check out Micah M I C A H Hackney H A C K N E Y dot com, and um, uh, you can you can check it out that through that, or you can also hit me on Facebook or Twitter, and um, just uh, shoot me an email if you have any questions. That sounds awesome. Well, thank you so much. As always, we appreciate the campus connection, and uh, we'll be sure to get a link up for people on our our site as well. All right, thank you. Yeah, we were going to do the other segment. Yeah. Well, we're excited. The show went great today. Um, I tell you what, you can check us out on Ustream uh, to see the the social circle segment. Yes. And we'll also have that up on the blog. But we want to talk about next week's guest, uh, Discover a Career You'll Love, is our topic featuring Tom Wright from OnePennyMillionaire.com. So be sure to tune in next week. I'm Leah Laxtons. I'm Daniel Laxtons, and And we'll see you next week. Do you want to do what you want? Do you want better money? Welcome to Dream Job Radio. Switching to Geico will really save you 15%. Fantastic. All right. 